The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Our next guest is an East Oakland native, a graduate of the prestigious Oakland School for the Fine Arts, and he is an R&B artist, the CEO of Third Voice Music Group, an actor, a teacher. This young man does it all. Money Movers, please welcome the platinum-selling R&B artist, Adrian Marcel, to the podcast. What's going on? How's everybody doing? How you doing? Oh, good to see you, Adrian. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey, thank you for having me. It's a, you, it's a, uh, it's a pleasure. Well, <laughs> it is certainly a pleasure to have you on here. Where are you? You're calling in from. Are you in Oakland right now, or where are you? Yes, yes, I'm in the town right now, East Oakland, for wow. sure. Wow. Well, it looks beautiful. Um, super, you. super happy to have you here on the podcast. You know, on our podcast on Money Moves, we like to learn about our artists and how they've turned, you know, their passions, whether it's in music, entrepreneurship, and all sorts of different backgrounds into a business so that we can sort of lay the foundation and roadmaps for other up and coming entrepreneurs, no matter what industry they're in. So I'm really happy yeah. to have you here today because I know you've sort of um, worn many hats throughout your career yeah. and yeah. yeah, you've done a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been a blessing, you know. Um, you know, with 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 everything, it's been a learning experience that I've done. Um, I'm very big on kind of going through it, figuring it out, finding out, you know, uh, all the information that that I need for me that's going to help me, you know, propel myself. And, um, you know, it's you, you take some L's and which I look <laughs> at as lessons, not losses, you know, and you apply them, you know, and you and you move forward and you do better, you know. 
So can you take us back to the beginning? How did you get your start in the music industry? Did you always know you were going to be a musician? You know what? I, I, I want to say, yeah, I want to say, yeah, because it was something that I've done since I was a kid. You know, I've loved music since before I, I even knew what it was. You know, I mean, videos of me dancing as soon as this music comes on, trying to sing, you know, um, I wasn't one of those kids that sounded really good at a young age. But <laughs> I think, uh, I think what practice makes perfect, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it was it was something I think my, my my moms and pops saw early, you know, that it was something I, I had a passion for. And uh, they just stayed on me about it. You know, uh, they kept me in as many programs as I could be in from young musicians programs at Berkeley, uh, uh, UC Berkeley and um, Oakland School for the Arts, you know, um, as far I mean, just just anything I could I could get involved in, I was in. So I think it was always a thing for me young that I knew that's what I wanted to do. You know, um, of course I had other other endeavors that I wanted to get into, but I feel like, you know, I was always pushed towards music. I was always pushed there first, you know. Um, and how I really got my start was, you know, out here in, in Oakland, it's a very competitive place. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talent here. I mean, er every corner you turn, you could find somebody who's doing something pretty amazing, you know. Um, and creative or organic, something that's true to self, you know. And um, I was moving around really young, going in clubs, sneaking in clubs, getting good <laughs> with the, you know what I mean, getting real good with the uh, with the bouncers, you know what I mean? And uh, they'll let me in, you know, make sure you don't go upstairs, make sure you stay right here. To, All right, cool. I just want to perform. That's I it. Wanna, you know? I just want to be right in the, in, get, I just get my foot in the you door. Know what I mean? And um, I would perform and it, it would always, it would always turn heads. It would always have people like, yo, who is this kid? Um, and I think around 2011, I got a call from my, my first manager and, uh, you know, he called me, he was like, y'all want to bring you out to Atlanta, you know, uh, work on some records, you know, see how that is. So I'm like, all right, cool. I was supposed to be out there for 30 days. It turned into five years, you wow. know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I lived out there in Lithonia, uh, for, for a long, long minute, you know, and a lot of those years, I think in, in Atlanta really showed me. The business yes. you know i was able to be around you know all of these other uh, creatives and entities and and you know it was something different from what i was used to seeing in in the bay and in oakland you know but for me i always meshed the two yeah. you know and um i ended up working with uh excuse me ended up working with rafael sadiq you know we got in and um we worked on a couple projects seven days a week week after next yeah you know, and, uh, and then I had my hit single 2AM that dropped. And then that that was really like the the takeoff for me in 2014, you know. And uh and then in in a lot of that in that time was a learning experience. You know, I was I was paying attention to things, but there was there was a lot of things I was still missing. Yeah. You know, as an as a young artist, I was more focused on getting a hit record. I was more focused on, you know, the the attention and, and all of that. I wasn't kind of focusing more on how these things were coming about how did how do these opportunities come about you know how do how do you make revenue on these opportunities how right. do you make the most of them all you know so it wasn't until i left from my label and um got out so of all my deep after you had your mixtape you signed with universal yeah and so you universal were at a major probably. record label for a while yeah i was there for a good year uh, since 2012 to 2016. 2016 was uh was when we we but we all decided you know, because, you know, in the labels, you know, you have, you know, disagreements, you have, you know, other visions that you want to take on, you know, 
Um, and the good thing about it was there was never any any slight, you know, and any like issues. It was mm-hmm. just we we knew that we couldn't come to um, uh, an agreement on what the vision should be, you know. And they still respected respected what I what I did, my talent. I respected everything that they had did for me. So you know, we were able to walk away. And um, and luckily, me not get shelved and a bell on my head. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was I was good with that. You know, um, and even in that in that time, you know, I think instead of me being upset or feeling down about it, I really took that as a time to take a take a second instead of trying to look for a new deal and really get to the just of what I really wanted. You yeah. know, and um, I realized that I didn't want to just be an artist. I didn't want to just go back and get another deal and do it the same way. You know, I wanted to be better. If I was going to come back to it, I wanted to know more. I wanted to be worth more, you know. And um, so I decided to be independent. You know, I decided to to really sit back for the next two years, for, uh, from 2016 to 2018. I just did a lot of research. I did a lot of studying. I did a lot of, like, self-searching. Yeah. And, and that's when I started my label, Third Voice Music Group. You know, I decided, I said, all of these, all of these things that I've been able to see and witness and be around, you know, it's time to start applying them. It's time to start putting them in motion. And so, you know, you know I feel like sometimes, you know, the music industry, the record business, starting independent labels, oftentimes like there's just not a lot of guidance. You either have someone who, yeah. like yourself, has like learned from their mistakes. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, what I think is super interesting about this is you started Marcel University. Yeah, which yeah. actually lays the foundation out for so many up and coming entrepreneurs. And I don't think there's yeah. a lot of places like that out there. This is pretty revolutionary. Well, that, and that's the thing for me. I did when I was in, even though I went to open school for the arts, which was prepared me for everything I do today. You know, I mean, I, I don't think if I don't think if I would have went somewhere else, I would be able to do this job the way that I do it, Ooh. you know, or be prepared for what yeah. you have to be prepared for yeah. in this career. You know, um, but one thing I noticed that they didn't teach us was the music business. They taught us everything about the music, you know, but not the music business. And I mean, to some extent, it wasn't like the teachers there were used to the industry. Them themselves were still But they should be. To, right. You, you know, you would you would you would hope, you know, and these teachers were really young at the time, you know, so for me. I started to think about the things that I missed. I missed a lot of royalties. I missed a lot of mechanicals. I missed a lot of um, information on copyrights, what it really means, like who really owns them? You know, how do you obtain that? Um, You know, the the different payouts for producers and writers and, and artists, split sheets and contracts and all of these things that you don't pay attention to because you are, you're so focused on uh, uh, the smoke and mirrors. You know, the smoke and mirrors, you, like the fame, building a fan yeah, base. Yeah, you know? things that really don't things that really don't matter. The fan base does, yes, but it's more about how you obtain it. Yeah. It's more about how you how you sustain it as well. So, you know, for me, I start again, I just started diving into these things. And in the time of I was learning it, I'm like, yo, you know how many kids would need this information? You know how many people out there don't just it's just by by ignorance like yeah. we just don't know we're not taught you know and, and so people- many so many artists now are locked in contracts that have you know horrible oh, terms mean, and stuff I mean, just because it's, it's continuous knew. it's continuous i mean since the be since the dawn of days you know what <laughs> i mean even still today there are people who are still signing ridiculous contracts God. <laughs> you know what i mean 
And I think I'm one of those people who not only do I learn from my experiences, but I also learn, learn from other people's experiences yeah. as well. I watch I watch people's steps. And, um, you know, I just decided I said, you know, I want to have something where I can get back to, you know, to the younger generations, because that's who's really going to take over. It's not about, you know, people my age at this point. I mean, you know, of course, I want to teach everyone, but I really want to go to the core of, you know, who's up next and and and. Go ahead. You, you look like you had no, something to say. No, I mean, I just love this because I feel like it's exactly that. Like you're looking to like help the core of who's up next. And I feel like there's so many basics that people don't really realize. Even yeah. honestly, for someone not coming from the music industry, you know, but I'm an entrepreneur. I invest in yeah. early stage companies and businesses. You know, the question of, well, what's the difference between a record label and an independent artist starting their mm. own? You know, like, can you answer yeah. that just point blank for most of these people and tell us like some of the pros and cons? So... The, with the difference between that, a record label is a machine. There are many, many entities. There are many parts and, and things that go into this machine that make it run the way it runs. When you are independent, it is you. Yeah. You are the <laughs> label. If you're smart, because yeah. there's some people who claim to be independent, but there's still other, other entities that are running their stuff. For me, when I said independent, I wanted, I truly meant me. You know, uh, everything is on you. You talking about videos? You got first of all, you gotta you gotta have a team that's gonna write these songs with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you gonna have a team that's gonna produce these records with you. An engineer who's gonna mix them, who's gonna master them. All of these things cost. Yeah. Uh, if you're not doing it yourself, um, after you get it mixed and mastered, you have graphics you gotta worry about. You're finding the people to do the graphics. You're paying for them to do the graphics. Then after that, you have the promos. You're paying for all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Videos. You got to get the videographers. You have to know the vision, the treatments, all the rest. I mean, being independent is just being detailed. Yes. That's what it is. And, detailed. And, and, and I feel like the, the success is in the details. No matter what business you do, success is in yes. the details. It's in the details. You have to get down to the nitty gritty. And for me, when I first started, I was okay with bumping my head. I'm like, look, this first project I work on, it's more about the passion. It's not about it being the best album I've ever created. It's not about it being the most successful album I've ever created. It's about it being a learning experience for me. I want to know how do I get from point A to point Z and not miss B, C, D, E, F, right. et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wanted to make sure I knew all of these things. And then even to this day, I'm still learning. The other day, I just, um, I just learned about uh, broadcasting, you know, so when you have music videos, I've always had music videos, but I, I didn't have to do the placing it on TV, placing it on, you know, getting it to the radio stations, getting it to these things. And a lot of that has to do with DMDSs. So you have mm. to be, you have to make sure you're signed up. You have to make sure that all of these forms are taken care of and information is properly put in. You have to send it out. You got to make sure it's in by a deadline. And then from there, two weeks to, th I mean, there's all of these things that come into play. And again, it still costs. Yeah, and it this, still costs. This is, you. this is you playing into that. So I really just chose the step of being independent because I was ready to invest in myself and say, if I'm investing in me, if I win, it's because of me. Yeah. If I lose, it's because of me. I don't want to point no fingers at nobody. But I think people get it misconstrued, you know, that they think, you know, a label automatically means success. And it doesn't. A label just means that you have a team behind you that will do all of this work for you. That doesn't necessarily mean a good thing, though. Yeah, because these people are not coming to you to say, hey, Adrian, 
let me show you what we're doing. This is, we do X, Y, and Z. This is how you get this done. No, because then that would mean you don't need us no more. Yep. So Absolutely. We don't get we don't get paid. So we don't really want you to know this information. We don't want you to know all of this stuff you have to do. And then on the other end, you have artists that don't that don't want to know it because it's too much. It's too much. And it's a lot because on, honestly, when you describe it like that, it's almost like you're the artist and you're the CEO of this entire umbrella Everything. company. Everything. You can't complain to anybody. You can't go to, you can't go to nobody to, to, you know, for nothing. You have to really be willing, have have the endurance. To, to take on the things that you don't know, to learn them, to adjust quickly, be accurate, uh, you know, with, the, with, with enough agility to get it done in proper times, you know, and you just have to be secure. Independent means you are secure with a slow build. You you're okay with building slow. And for me, that's fine because I'm taking step one, step two, step three. I'm not going from step one to it's step It's a marathon. Five. Yeah, it's a marathon, like Nip said, you know, and I feel like when you when you're taking on these things, you automatically start to learn new new things. You start to learn things that you didn't you didn't understand or would never even fathom had anything to do with this. Wow. And some of them don't. Some of them lead you into other things, you know, because yeah. of music. I, I, again, we talk about Marcel University. I've been led into teaching. I've been led into real estate. I've been led into, you know, um, publishing and uh, um, royalties, all of these different things that can build new avenues of revenue. You know, um, when you're on a, when you're not independent, when you're on a label, you're contracted to basically be like, nah, we don't really want you to do nothing else. Right. Go in that studio and record. And just give us the Show up when we tell you to, you know what I mean? And it, again, it's really all about what you know, what you bring to the table, what you're worth, you know? And I feel like when I came into the game, I wasn't really worth nothing. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories. And we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. 
That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know, I didn't have anything... But now I feel like, you know, you've had this long, illustrious career. You've won awards. What was it that inspired you to really give back and create the university? Well, because I just feel like I'm where I'm from. I'm I'm big on I'm big on knowing that longevity doesn't always have to do with you individually. Longevity and more life comes from what you put in the soil. Mm. You know what I mean? So I wanted to come back to the soil and put some, and plant seeds. Yeah. You know that years from now, it's not about what I'm doing. It's about what I what I helped someone else do. You know what I mean? And not so that they could say, yo, Adrian Marcel, Adrian Marcel. It's not about that. It's about me being able to look down, the, look up down the line and say, OK, I, I added to this culture. You know, I put something that was meaningful into this culture. Right. These kids, you know, at OSA, so many talented kids there, you know, and it only started there because that was my that's where I graduated. And I and again, I didn't have it there. So I knew that there was a program that they didn't have. So we came up with a curriculum that was to show them exactly how the industry works wow. and to put them in real time. So the way I learn, I learn by hands on. I got to do it. I yeah. can't, you can't tell me all these things and I write it down and then I go try it. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to work for me like that. So that's the way I taught it. You know, we, we, we came into the school, we held auditions. We had about a hundred kids come audition. We picked 20 of them which was extremely hard. Yeah, you know what of I mean? course. Um, you know, we, we picked 20 of them and we broke them up. You know, we picked, we had producers, we had writers, we had um, art, we had singers, rappers. And uh, we also had, you know, some, some that were more focused on management, you know, who wanted to be, you know, they could sing or they could do this, but they were more focused on being behind the scenes. But we picked 20 of them um, based on their auditions and based on their records at the school, like, you know, how much they're doing and all that. And um, I just broke them up. I broke them up into groups. And I, I made sure that I put them with people that they weren't used, used to working with. Right. You know, so a lot of these kids never performed together, not even in the same classes, probably didn't even talk to each other. You know what I mean? On, on a daily basis. But it taught them, you know, in this in this industry, you're not Unless you're extremely lucky, you're not going to be working with everybody you love working with. Yeah. Everybody, no, that's know. how it goes, and you have to make it work. Yeah. And and in any business, you have to make it work. You have to. You can't complain like, ah, oh, you know, I don't get along with this person. Well, then you don't get along with a check because right. you're gonna stop yourself. <laughs> you're gonna stop yourself from getting money because you can't control your emotions or your character. You know, and with them, we would put them in groups. Some of them that would be all produ- maybe producers and one one singer no songwriters no management and you have to and make again, it work that lesson would come uh, there's a there's an engineer in another group over here so maybe you got to go over there and go contract that person yeah what do those contracts look like what do those split sheets look like what do the you know so we we broke it down into categories in each class 
you know, we talked about copyrights, maybe one class, the next class we went to. Royalties. Oh, I was just going to ask you this. Can you outline your core curriculum? Because I mean, yeah, there's so I mean, many you know, things we, that go into the music business from copyrights yeah, to we, publishing. So yeah, we broke it down. We broke it down. Copyrights, publishing and royalties. Um, uh, from there, it was like artist development, um, contracts, split sheets. Uh, we went down from, you know, uh, I mean, just just everything from, again, like I said, in the artist development field, Yeah. you know, and they would learn all of these things. And then with throughout the day after we would go through it, you know, we would apply it at the end of the course. So after all of these things that you get that you've been doing, you've been taking these notes, you've been in your groups. In the meantime, in between time, they're working on songs and records because the whole goal was to, at the end of the course, have an EP, have about five songs of, of one record from each group. They could do more if they want to, but the, the goal was to have one song yeah. for each group. And again, they would have to figure that out on their time. It wasn't just during class because we would only meet twice a month, you know. So in between that time, they would have to figure out how to get these things done. You know, it's on you because when you get in this business, it's yeah. on you. If you miss something, you can't say they didn't teach it to me. You didn't try to apply. You didn't try that's, to obtain Yeah, that's not how this business works. Yeah, you have to works. know every single, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it was, was on them to be responsible for. But, in the, but also at the end of the course, we would have these files of contracts, split sheets. We would have breakdowns of how this song was, was recorded, where, I mean, all of the details like we talked about that would go into it, we had, that was how they were graded. Mm -hmm. They were graded mm -hmm. on the course based on their finals. So not only the song, the song could be great, but I don't see like, how was it contracted? How was the split sheets, Rob? Your PROs. Who did anybody? Did any of you join a PRO? ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, whoever. Okay, it now was. even now for you, my mind is being blown. I'm like, what are all those things? What's a PRO? What's a split sheet? And yeah, you know, a, these are yeah, things a, that are integral to your success in this it, business. You're publishing. Yeah. You're publishing. It's how you know. So with publishing, if you're on the, if your song gets on the radio, if your song gets placed on TV, if your song is being used in any type of placements like that, that's publishing. You get a check for that. You know what I mean? And based on the percent. So in at like in ASCOP, they got to learn bust downs. They got to learn that 50% wow. has to go to the publishing and 50% has to go to the writers. And and you have to break break that up however you can. Yep. ASCAP is 100 percent uh uh BMI is 200 percent Um, I mean, so all of these different things they needed to know. And then it was also breakdowns of how people are paid out. Right. Producers are supposed to get 50%. Now, if they have a manager or if they have somebody, an agency who's working with them, whatever they contracted to split with them or to, you know, their percentages that they're giving up, then they give up that percent. <sighs> but if there's four different producers, y'all got to figure out how y'all bust that 50 percent down. Yeah. You know, for writers, you got to figure out how you bust that percent down. For, and if there's an artist who's well known, maybe they automatically take 25 percent, but they didn't write anything. But Ooh. that's the that's the game, though, you know, so yeah. we're teaching them real time. It's not just the the basics. It's the real thing. The you details. Might work with and I mean, the money's in the details. I'm going to think about that all day now. The money's in the details. Yeah, it's all in the details. And then on top of that, there's different there's different avenues of revenue from one song. You know, there's publishing, there's royal, there's your 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 masters. Masters are totally different from publishing. That's yeah. a whole different check. Masters are when are, are when you know, streaming and, and things like that. You get, you know, and then also teaching them the, the, what, what a stream counts for. I think 
you know, you thinking it's this big money, but it's like, nah, for every million streams, you only get, you know, maybe, maybe about 6,000, 7,000, you know, I would have thought that was way bigger. No, that's, and that's just Spotify. I think Spotify is seven, Apple is, or Spotify is like five, Apple's like seven. The, the, the one that pays out the, one of the most is Tidal. Tidal is about 12,000 for every million streams you get. Wow. YouTubes, they pay out. They're definitely nowhere near that amount. I think you get like a thousand for every million views that you get or something like that, you know? Um, But again, all of these things, all of these little details that you can get paid for that they had no idea. And a lot of them already have music out. None of it's registered. That means there's no way for you to know if you have any money coming in. You know what I mean? Like you're just putting music out and one day somebody comes along because their mentality is, like mine was at the time, well, nobody knows me. So what does it matter? It's like, no, you never know when you're going to hit. Yeah, and you want to have like all of that documented. Wow. Yeah, you, you hit tomorrow and then boom, you ain't got nothing registered. You don't have nothing together. None of your stuff is aligned. You're not even you're not even with the PRO. Right. So that takes about a month or two for them to even approve you. So your song is doing numbers. You know what oh. I mean? And, you know, and then and then you only have a certain amount of time that you are able to obtain those royalties. Right. You know, because after a while they go into a black box, yeah. which is called black, black box royalties, which means it just goes into a big galaxy of nothing where these PROs end up taking your money and using it for other things, you know what I mean? Like, so it's it's things like that you get, you know, I was teaching them that they get paid for performances that, yes. you know, you can register your songs and your performances. So if you do a 10 city tour, you can register, register for those and your PRO, depending on who you're with, will pay you for your, your shows wow. on top of the money that you made yeah. for your show. Like, you know what I mean? So, so it's, Adrian, it's I feel like, you know, you're also like a very multidimensional individual as well. You've now parlayed this long career in music and you've started acting now, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think acting was really my first love, honestly. You know, when I went to when I went to OSA, I got in for theater and for music, vocal music. Uh, but you have to pick one. And the funny part about me is I started in theater, you know, because I thought it was going to be fun all the time and uh the first week i was in there my teacher hit us up with four essays you know that were like about you know i mean 1800s and (laughs) 1700s and you know what i mean uh uh all these different all these different old school ideas and stuff and i'm like you know this is not what i was trying to get into so (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to head to vocal music. So y'all do y'all thing. I'm going to go up there. And I, I ended up going to vocal music and I, I spent the rest of my time there. But every year I was always in the musical. I was always starring in, in one of the musicals. So my first year I started as the Scarecrow and the Wiz. Uh, we did Chicago. <gasps> we did uh, a play called The Wild Party. And then I also started to actually do things that that didn't involve music and that's really when i knew acting was something i loved yeah i didn't want to hide behind my voice you know so tell me about the process now of like making this transition how were you able to like book gigs and get jobs do you feel like your learning curve was just as steep um transitioning to the acting world oh absolutely you know um you know not having an agent not having anybody that you know was even more knowledgeable on on the subject than i was than i am you know I had to 
do really what I've always done and just kind of get it out the mud. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like go out there and figure it out, go out there and go talk, go network, go get in the, get in front of people's face because, you know, face value is one of the biggest things in this industry, you know? And um, I had put some equity in before just by taking some auditions, finding out, you know, what shows were coming up, what movies were doing auditions for. And I would just throw myself out there and I would audition. I would drive down to LA. I mean, sometimes it would be like, you get hit on Thursday and they're like, we need you here Friday morning uh, in LA to do an audition. And the audition is only like three minutes, but hey, <laughs> pay your gas, get your Let's rental go. car or your car, whatever. Mob down to LA, you know, do it. And, um, you know, it was rough because, you know, especially in acting, it's, it's, it's even sometimes to me a lot harder than the music industry because there's so many people that are coming in at one time, Yeah, you know, and um, I really just lucked up. I ended up getting, um, getting a look for the Bobby DeBarge story on TV one, you know, and uh, it was actually one of the casting directors who I had seen many times from me auditioning. And uh, I think I lucked up because it's not a lot of light skin singer you know the bar right looking, looking singers out there hey, you know it was meant for you, you know then. so it, it it happened and they sent me the they sent me the audition knocked it out the park i instantly got the role and i got to really see what set life was like i got to see that yeah this is something that i i, I really enjoy and i think the pay is different you know for for music there ain't no upfront. There ain't there ain't none of that. You know what I mean? Unless you have leverage, unless you you've already put some worth out there. You know, it's a lot of back end. Yeah. Um, with acting, it's like you get them checks on time. You know what I mean? We're going to pay you for every day you here. You're going to get per diem. We're going to feed you so you don't got to buy food. You don't got to. You know, I mean, that's that, a good life. That, yeah. When you when you hit, it hits. The life. the life when you hit, you hit, you know, and um, and that's really that's really where it started. That gave me the ultimate bite because I was like, yeah, this is something that I need to incorporate, you know? And from there, it was just me, even though I was on set, if I had time where they were saying, okay, y'all can hang out in y'all dressing rooms or trailers. I'm like, nah, I want to be around here looking and talking to the cameraman. I want to be talking to yes. the, the producers. I want to sit up here and see what you do and how you do this. And, and for me, because my thing was, okay, I'm acting, but I'm going to apply what I learned in this music business and what I feel I missed to this acting. So I'm not going to miss it. If yeah. I'm sitting here as an actor, by the time I leave, I want to be able to be prepared to be a producer, to be an executive producer, to be to a- understand a, a the whole industry again. Screenwriter. Yeah. Understand it all. So I was big on sitting around people and chopping it up and having real conversations that I could hold on to and apply, you know? Um, and that's really where I, where I ended up. You know, I've been writing a bunch of scripts. We've been working with different, wow. um, different friends of mine where we're, we, we have, we're actually working on- uh, a script that's uh, called Bro Code, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, in, that inspired me from that one job um, and also catapulted me to more jobs. You know, there was a, a TV show I did where I was able to do some sitcom uh, type acting. Oh, that's which great. Was, yeah, yeah, which was really cool. I mean, uh, a, a bunch of short films that I've been working on, you know, throughout this year now that are geared to come out. Ma matter of fact, one of my, one of my short films that I did uh, earlier this year, uh, just won, I think, like nine awards. Yeah, wow. yeah. I think best ro best uh, romantic uh, scene, best chemistry. I mean, it's all these different things that won. I'm like, wow, a 30 minute film that took me, you know, a day to do. 
but you know, starts winning winning. awards. Yeah, wow, yeah, Adrian, that's yeah. really incredible, though, and that's got to feel good because you've been, you know, you've been in the game a long time. You've put in your time. Yeah. You've given back, and you know, you're yeah. you're on the path to greatness. Do you have any tips as we as we close out for you know how people can really break into the industry? Maybe how they can find an agent. But what would you tell younger Adrian today? I would definitely tell younger Adrian to get up. Stop asking for so many things and go out there and go do it. Go out there and just go get to it, create it. It's in the world we live in today, you don't have to you don't have to go by any rules. You know, there's nothing that you have to follow. Yeah. You know, people are making it up as they're going. Yeah. And there are people who are being very successful at it, you know, um, taking their own routes, taking their organic routes. And I feel like so many of us at a young age are taught that there's one way to do something. You know what I mean? There's so one true. way to do. There's one way to be successful. And it's not. You know, my my thing is really more about, you know, learning as much as you can. Learn everything you can. Talk to everybody. Find out what they do, why it's important, how you can learn it, how you can do it. You know what I mean? I'm, I produce, I write, I mm -hmm. sing, mm -hmm. I act, um, I write scripts. Um, I, I'm learning more engineering now. Um, teaching um, into real estate, you know, building a home, building my home right now. I mean, you know, all of these things, I feel like as much as you know, the more you know, the more you can do and you can Absolutely. apply to every business you create, you know, but as far as, you know, finding an agent, make them find you. Ooh. Have them find you. Yeah. You know, I'm very big on, I'm very, very big on people working with you that are fans or that are um, inspired by you or that Believe want to work you. with you, eager to work with you, rather than you going out and begging, you know, yeah. please, I'm looking for Asia, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. That works, that can work. But for me, it just, it hasn't weighed as much as when I go out there and I bring people to me. Wow, you know, that's great um, advice. I, I, I've learned that you can send a million emails all day, but people want to see what you're doing. That's what brings them to you. They want to see that you work and how are you making it work? You got lemons. Did you make lemonade? Did you make, did you make lemon chicken? Did you make, I mean, what, what did you, what did yes. you do? You know what I mean? And I, I think that's what it's about. That would be my advice to anybody that's trying to break into the industry, create the industry around you. Oh my gosh, create Adrian, I love that. That is great advice because I think you. that, you know, people like yourself are truly, you manifest so much, but you put the time to work behind time it to make it happen. Uh, and I appreciate your time yeah. today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to talk about it. Honestly. Can you make sure before we close out, can you tell everyone where they can find you on social media and also where they can sign up for your university, your mentorship programs? We need to know all yeah. the details. Absolutely. So, Adrian Marcel, you can look me up on this thing called Google. It has all this information that drops that drops underneath the name and it'll tell you Amazing. all of this. But Adrian Marcel on Instagram, follow me. Um, also Adrian Marcel, Adrian Marcel 510 on Twitter. Okay. To get into the university, to to matter of fact, just to have a conversation with me and with the team, you can actually call me. I'm I'm oh. locked in with Superphone. Uh, that's brought to you by Ryan Leslie. Another yes. Super talented and extreme and a genius, yep. in my opinion. Um, but the number is 510-737-7558. Or you can just go to textadrian.com. It is my real cell phone. It's sitting right here. I'm texting. I'm talking to people in real time. 
Um, but yeah, the best way to get involved in, in Marshall University is to call me, to, uh, well, to text me, and we can start the conversation and figuring out what it is that you want to know, what, what you're trying to learn, what you're trying to do. You know, um, and then also, you know, there's more music on the way. Uh, Marcel EP is dropping at the end of this year. So I'm extremely excited about that. Just stay tuned. It's, it's a lot coming. We're so. locked in. We're locked in. All right, Adrian, that's all in. we have time for today. Money Movers, please yeah. check out Adrian's music. Follow him on social so that you don't miss any of the new stuff that he's working on, any of his music drops. We look forward to seeing it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.